guys. What's going on? My name is Chris. I guess this is your best life to find. I'm grinding them out today. I got to tell you, it's been kind of a tough day for me, but I'm getting through this thing. You know, I don't know if you've ever done anything like this. that's real public like this, but the problem you face with it is there's, there's this, there's this, there inside you, it's almost, uh, uh, um, unavoidable. There, there's this feeling inside like you're wanting approval, which I do. I want I want some approval for the work I'm doing in the form of people actually being able to say, hey, yeah, I think this worked, right? And, and it's crazy because it, the basis for it is that, it, that by doing so, it makes my life better in a couple of ways. I spend time, I have time to sit and think about my life and what I believe which allows me to make adjustments in not only what I believe, but in what I share with you, right? Because I'm not going to share, I'm not going to share something with you that doesn't work, right? All right, so I'm over here and I'm looking at this thing and I've been doing this Your Best Life thing for a long time, Your Best Life Defined for a long time, right? And along with it, a, a, about three or four years of effort to try and formulate a message that actually works. There's a whole history of me on Facebook, right? But in the beginning, what I came up with is I came up with, you cannot be happy when you chase happiness, right? You, you're not going to find happiness in chasing happiness. And people go, well, no, that's crazy. Happiness is a secret to happiness, right? And that's actually the marketing ploy that most companies, most corporations take that position on. Hey, look at them. They're happy. Oh, that must be cool. Oh, yeah, look at them. Oh, they're happy. We should do that, right? That is the presentation that's given. And it works, right? Think about it. You go buy a new RV, you go buy a new car, you go buy a new gun, you go buy a new anything, and it's almost impossible for you not to walk out of the store smiling, right? It's almost impossible for you not to feel good about it. And you feel good about it for a while, and then eventually, depending on how much thought went into the actual purchase, you'll have that thing sit aside somewhere. It'll be out of the way in a dusty box in the garage within a year. Don't ever use it again. Try and sell it at a yard sale and end up giving it away, right? That's that happiness thing. That's that happiness thing. And where we where we struggle when you think about it is that it's never it's never it's never satisfied. Because you're you're never going to be happy. I said that in the previous podcast. That's why we have the wheel, and then we have the airplane, and then we have space travel and electric cars and what all the stuff we have, right? Is because no matter where we are as people, as human beings, are we are geared towards evolution we are geared towards becoming better and learning more and growing right that's why when you buy things you buy more things so since this here whole concept of chasing happiness is ingrained in who we are or the desire to acquire or achieve how do we contain that so this thing makes sense to us and doesn't wreck our lives because basically that's what we have going on right now this this hunter gatherer mentality that we have as a society it didn't it hasn't it hasn't gone away the target of our 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 that what we gather has instead of hunting uh for food we go out and we hunt for food and then we buy this and we buy that and we bring it home and we feel good about our acquisition because we have provided, right? And what does it create? It creates an absence of happiness. Because let's say this Christmas, this Christmas is a prime example. COVID-19, right? People can't go out. We're worried about the plague. Uh, I mean, it's a mess, right? People don't have any money. Are you happy? No, you're not going to be happy because this whole model is designed on the idea that you have to buy and give because it makes people happy. 
There's a problem with happiness. It's the same problem as you have with anger or joy. It goes away. Our our emotional state doesn't just hit a plateau and then cruise like a like a a, a jetliner. No, our our emotions jump and drop, and they rise and they drop, and depending on what plateau they're on depicts our mood. But happiness is a rise in our emotional state. It's not a thing that we can count on the log of happiness for seven days. No, you're going to do that thing you do whether it's buy the new house or buy the car, and you're going to be embraced and submerged in happiness for a little while. And then reality will come back and you'll rise that in 45 days or less, you have a $1,300 house payment and insurance, or you have this and that. You have all this stuff you have to do. What happened to the happiness? <laughs> That shit's out the window, man. Come on, face it. It happens all the time. I I see a guy buys a brand new truck and he say, oh, no, no, don't bring a drink in my truck. Don't be bringing a drink in my truck. And a year later, you see the same dude. You climb in his front passenger floorboard. Sounds like a trash can when you climb in. Right? <laughs> the smile's gone. He's like, fucking truck. <laughs> the ashtray broke, right? Whatever, right? I mean, that's 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 what how that's the extent of happiness. That's why the idea of doing what makes you happy doesn't always work, but doing what makes you happy or doing what makes your life better does, because there are things that we're going to do from the standard of making our life better that actually suck. It sucks for me to have to wake up every day knowing that I've committed to showing up here and I do my best and sometimes it doesn't feel nearly good enough, but I still show up here every day and it makes my life better. And I've already explained that whole thing about what you give, you get, right? If I were chasing happiness, I probably wouldn't have set the podcast up today. I just want to be happy. Well, what makes you happy? Well, I like drinking beer in the morning with eggs. Okay, and then I like drinking beer at lunch. Okay, well, hell, let's do that then. That'll make you happy. And then, well, why not drink some vodka for supper? <laughs> now you see the correlation between happy versus better. Do any of those things make your life better? Would any of those choices make your life better? Eh, probably for the moment, probably initially at the upstart when you're getting your drink on. Because I used to come home from working nights. I'd come home, my wife would fix me some breakfast, and of course there'd be a cold Budweiser. I'd drink me a few beers and I'd go to bed because that was my evening routine, right? Just happened in the morning. It made me happy. Now an example of, of happy. Happy is running out and spending $2,000 on new furniture. Better is running out and spending $2,000 on furniture for your new small house because you've decided to sell the big one, take the profit, buy something smaller with a smaller mortgage, and then save the rest of the money for fun shit. What? Yeah. Happy is pulling out of the dealership with that brand new truck. Better is realizing that 
why it would be cool to have a new truck you have to have the payments and then there's the insurance and your truck is doing fine right now and even if it wasn't you could buy an older used truck that would probably get you by and wouldn't throw you back about twenty four thousand dollars huh and then you can take that money and save it. You can actually pay cash for a truck. Oh, no one, nothing. And even if it's an old man truck, as long as it runs good and it does what you need it to do done, your life just got better. Right? I don't think we're ever designed to be happy. That's why, like I said, that's why the wheel was created, right? You can't be happy. And, 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 and this has kind of come up with this idea, and it's just pure theory and it's not against anyone in particular but i've kind of figured out why a lot of the older guys old people older people who've retired spend a lot of time drinking a vodka i think it's a way to quell to to numb that insatiable feeling like you should be doing something and i don't think numbing it is what we should be doing i think doing something is what we should be doing right doing something because that's what we're designed to do right Well, back to the chase and happiness thing. If you're choosing things that make you happy, your happiness will fade, and then you'll have to go back out and choose things that make you happy again. But if you choose things that make your life better, no matter what hurdle you face after you've accomplished those goals, after you've followed through on those choices, your life will still be at that new level of better. If you bust your ass and go back to school nights and the next thing you know you get a raise and you're working at a bigger company and a better job for more money, it doesn't matter how many bad choices you make at that point other than choices that impact your income. That decision to go back to school will last forever. The value of that choice will never go away unless you do something stupid to lose that job or maybe something beyond your control happens and the economy tanks. But that's what I'm talking about when I say happy. Happy would be for you to go hang out and eat french fries and beer at Applebee's. Hang out with the boys, right? Better would be for you to Look at that invitation and realize that that's going to be $70 out of your pocket that you could put away for your go have some fun for a change fund. Better. Better. Better for us. The better for us, the happy would have been for us to just spend my entire retirement going from hotel to hotel, eating out, doing what we do until the money run out, and then sit back on my retirement better was to realize that what we wanted to do was see the world and experience new things and have access to all of our children and our grandchildren regardless of where they're at so we sell our house and buy a fifth wheel so no matter where our kids live we can go park our house by them and spend time with them better i don't know i don't know there are a lot of things in life that we we want to say make us happy but in order for you to have sustained value from those choices, it starts by connection. It starts by being able to say, okay, not only does this thing make my life happy, but I'm inspired by not only the, not only the goal, but the effort of pursuing it, the effort and the work that it takes to get to that goal. This podcast doesn't make me happy. About 90% of the time I'm thinking to myself, I wouldn't even listen to me, right? 
but I see the better in it. I see the better in it because someone's going to come along and they're going to say, hmm, all right, I'm going to listen to that again. That didn't make sense. Oh, ah, spend more time doing what you love and then what you have to do. Hmm. <laughs> it's a thought. So, I mean, you're going to have to do something. You're going to, you're going to choose a path or you are already on a path in some direction. Are you chasing happiness? Or are you chasing better? In a year or two years or five years, when you look at the life you're living now, and then you look down the road five years, will the life you're living now look better? Will it be better? Will be, there be some aspect of your life that between now and then you have focused on and worked on to the point that by the time you got get there, you've achieved your goal? Financial independence. The house is paid off. You don't have any car debt. Got a raise, went back to school, graduating nursing school. I don't know what that better needs to look like. But I'll tell you what, when you get there, you're going to smile. You're going to smile like a great big old smile on your face. That's <laughs> a crazy smile. About all the things you, but about the accomplishment. There's some happiness, but the difference is that's lasting happiness, right? You put the effort in, it sucked, the struggle was bad, but but what you wanted, the happiness that can, comes from achieving those kinds of goals lasts forever because it pays you back. That's, what, that's all this whole story is about. When I keep making noise and showing up, the only reason I'm even here is because of you. And, and it's because I've realized the value there's so much value in even a, even even in, in the struggle of learning how to overcome. That's really what's funny about it. I love a fight. I love a challenge. And sometimes when you can't change those challenges and they really suck, the only thing you can do is grab a hold of that challenge from the right perspective and say, you know what? I'm not going to chase happiness anymore. I'm going to make it better. I'm going to do what it takes to make it better, even when it hurts, even when it's hard, even when I don't want to face that struggle. And I guarantee before you know it, you're going to wake up and your life's going to be better. Something about your life, no matter how crappy your life still is, something about your life is going to make you say, yeah. Not just yeah, but hell yeah. So, hey, just trying to get off on a limb on a, on a good ending to this. I really appreciate what you do every day. I appreciate you showing up. This isn't just talk. I'm walking this walk and I'm and and hopefully you'll come along. Hopefully you're going to pick up some of these pieces and you're going to say, "All right. Damn, it's hard to listen to, but I get it." So, keep that in mind. Don't forget the kindness and as always just remember today's your day. Make it a good one. <laughs>